All right, fellas. First yeah, yeah. of all, the, the villainy of this show, I, uh, boy. <laughs> you hurt? I mean, I mean, this is, this is some, like, Zeus and God of War wasn't even this bad. Like, he was, he was wilding. He was wilding killing Kratos' family and whatnot, but wasn't this bad. We ain't, we ain't as bad as older. Oh, no, we not. Okay, all right. Oak was, was tripping. He was tripping. Like, bro, you killed your son, your grand... Wait, he killed his son. He didn't kill his granddaughter. He smacked her halfway across the map, though. Smacked her halfway across the map. Crazy. <laughs> Listen, bro. Tried to corrupt the, crazy, the child. Craziest data we got, right, for this show. And this is crazy. The craziest data we got. We've been doing this show almost three years. And I have told y'all a new story every pre-production show. <laughs> That is a crazy statistic. That's one of the statistics you'd be like, dang, bro, Luca hit 12 threes last night. He not, he not lying. Bro, the Photoshop a picture of Chris with the Will Chamberlain paper. <laughs> hey, yo. Boy, I swear to God, that student service counselor in East Lansing. <laughs> They know this man by first name. <laughs> I know they've stressed that they from twenty seven. What, what is it? Twenty fifteen to twenty seventeen. Boy, if if Chris ever ran into somebody who did social work up there, <laughs> boy, if they first name was Chris, they ain't got to be the right Chris. It just hey, my name is Christopher Johnson. Chris, yeah, no, no, oh, man, fellas, we we got a great show to get into today. The playoffs are going on. You know what I mean? The NBA season is in full force, full effect. We have a ton to talk about in terms of, um, you know, John Wall and and, and his um, his nonsense. And, and we got wrestling and, and Vince McMahon and all that good stuff. But before we get into all that, we got to get into our Would You Rather. Now, fellas, I'm going to say this. For the Would You Rather this week, I'm proposing this to you, all right? You gotta you gotta go in the mall, and the longer you stay in this mall, the more money you get. And the more animals you choose, the more money you get. It multiplies by two for every hour, and multiplies by 10 for every animal. Starts off at a hundred racks for an hour with any random animal that you could think of. So, so like you- if it start off at a hundred racks, if I pick one and I do an hour, that's a hundred racks. But if it's that's three, if it's three animals for one hour, that's three hundred. No, 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 no. It multiplied by 10. So it goes up to uh, a million, 10 million. It would be 10 million if you did three animals. For one hour? Yeah, 10 million for an hour. Okay. 10 million for an hour. So how many animals would you would you pick and how long would you stay in there? By the way, I have a random animal generator pulled up. So I'm going to tell you your three animals and, and we're going to figure out whether or not you would survive that hour. I'm going to go for an hour, a hundred meal, give me four animals. Four animals. All right. Yep. Let's see it. And here we go. Your first animal is. It's four different animals. Yep. Four oh, different ones. Okay. Um. Ooh, your first animal is a lion. You would be in there with a lion. Great. Okay. First animal. All right. Let's spin again. Spin again. We got one lion. We got. Oh wow! A parrot. A parrot. Okay. All right. So bet. Bet. You got a lion and a parrot. Good job so far. Uh, you, you might you might still get put in the pack, honestly. <laughs> I got a plan. I got a plan. Two lions, two lions and a parrot. And for your fourth and final, for your fourth and final, we're looking at a black mamba. So you're looking at uh, ah. one black mamba, a parrot, and two lions. That messed up my whole plan. Cause You're I was not lasting an hour, my brother. I was hoping to get animals. If it was like, let's say three lions and a parrot. If we got access to the whole mall, I was gonna try to find the most like ducked off, closed off area, try to hide in some crevice, squeeze into some vent, something or like that where they not gonna have access to me. But if it's a snake involved, that that messed up my whole plan. Well, and here's the other part. You don't know where these animals are in the mall. So, like, while you're looking for that random, like, duck oh. spot, that lion could just jump out and be like, ha-ha, <laughs> hey there, my brother in Christ. This is a, a fun meeting you here. <laughs> yeah, Ziff, I think you're in a pack. I don't think you're living to collect that bread. 
don't think you can live in the Clippers. I think it's a possible chance with them two Lions and a Parrot. I could figure it out. With the snake involved, I'm cooked because there's literally nowhere I can hide. Okay. All right. All right. Chris, how how much with money would you go for? How many hours and how many animals? I would do probably six. Just so my mama and nobody else after me for the next 100 years got to work again. Chris, what? If you don't make it out, you not getting the bread. So that means he going six hours. That's what, 10 bill, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're going six hours or with six animals? Six hours. Well, no, six animals. Oh, six four animals, hours. four hours. Yeah. Six animals, four hours. So, yeah, you're looking at 100,000, a million, 10 million, 100 million, um, a billion. 10 bill. 10 billion. Yeah, that's 10 billion. For one All hour. Right. Let's check out your six animals. Do, 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 do. And Chris has... I'm a lucky guy, man. This man said six. <laughs> That's wild. Okay, the first one is a panda, so you'll be all right there. Uh, you got one panda. Although, pandas are much more violent than people believe. Bro, p- panda, if you if you had to pick a, a bear to scrap, panda's probably in last. You got a grizzly bear as well. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you, you're going to get put back. <laughs> I would scrap a grizzly before a panda. You finna get put in a pack. Oh my god! Another grizzly. Two grizzlies. Ooh, this is disgusting. You gotta call <laughs> mystical. <laughs> no, bro. Do not help that bear. Leave that bear alone. You got an elephant, so that's the first first good one you got in there. I mean, as long as it's not in that. What's that thing where like the male ones start dripping that stuff on the side of their face? I forget, I forget the name of it, but besides that, elephants are mad peaceful. All right, so you got four so far. You only got two left. Chimpanzee. Ugh, chimps are nasty, bro. Bro, chimps honestly, I might take my chances with a bear before a chimp. Hey, hey, Chris, you're not making it out. You're not. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking my chances with a bear before a chimp, bro. Listen, okay, listen. Your la- the last animal is a giraffe. So you got uh, two grizzlies, a uh, panda, um, a chimp. Um, a giraffe, and what was the fifth one? What, it was what a was panda, two grizzlies, a, a giraffe, elephant, and uh, a chimp. Oh, a chimp. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chris, you you getting put in the pack, bro? No, 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 no. So, so this working to my thing, man. If I kill the giraffe, right, and no, I wouldn't harm it. You with the giraffe on your side? No, if I kill the giraffe, that delays the grizzlies enough time that they have to eat the giraffe, right? You think you can kill a, a giraffe with your bare Bro, hands? pandas don't eat meat, do they? It's, it's enough stuff in the mall. No, pandas only eat bamboo, I believe. Yeah, pandas, be the pandas don't eat meat, so you cook right it's there. A, it's enough, no, I said the grizzly bears. The grizzly bears that eat the giraffe, right? And it's enough stuff in the mall to kill the giraffe. Think about it. If you go to most malls, they got a sport goods store, I get an ice skate and just kill, kill the giraffe. Chris, Something like giraffes. This boy thinking kiss snap. Hey, yo, hey, yo, y'all got to stop. Hey, man, that was like a decade ago, man. Hold on, 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 hold on. That's a hold nasty on. word. Hold on. That's a hold nasty on. word. Hold on. That's hold on. Hold on. Why does man Chris lead the screen? Chris, come back. Chris, turn your video back on, bro. Turn your video back on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Turn your video back on, bro. Turn your video back on. Hold on, man. Wow. 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 This man. Shit, Chris. Chris, I don't. Here's the thing. I thought that Josh was bad. Chris, you really getting put in the pack, bro. You're really listen, getting put in the pack. Listen, listen. Like I said, I killed that, right? And then the next thing I'll do, right, is if while the, while the grizzly bear is doing that, I just got to worry about the panda and the chimp, right? Now, the chimp is the hardest part because the panda, I could I could theoretically do like Guyton said, fit, fit in between something real small, and then the panda couldn't get to me, right? And yeah, I don't know where they at, but pandas walk so heavy, I would have to hear it, right? And they got claws, so I would hear it smacking on the ground. And then, you know, the elephant, it'll scare off everything. So I just got to be in the area near the elephant because I don't think anything will walk near an elephant for real. If an elephant just strolling around. Chris, chimps are literally like homicidal maniacs. 
Like there, there are multiple stories of like zoo people, like uh, the zoo pet handlers and all that. That like the the gorillas or not the gorillas, the chimps set traps for like the new trainers. They yeah. only do it to the new trainers. Where it's like, oh yeah, if they put their arm in here. I'm gonna rip their arm off. Yes. And you're like, that's that's like cool. You're out of your mind. I'm sorry. Y'all are much more ambitious than me. Um, I'm going to take one animal for a total of five hours. Let's see what animal I'd have to stay with. So five hours, you looking at you looking at a meal? Wait, it's times five, or it's times what? It's you said times, times two? two. Times two for each hour. So yeah, I'm looking at a meal. Looking at okay. a meal here. Looking at a meal. Yeah, wait. 100,000, 200,000, 400, 800. Yeah, yeah. 1.6. 1.6. Okay, okay. 1.6. What animal would I be stuck with for five hours? Oh, I'll be with a giraffe. I'll be with a giraffe. I won. (laughs) You cool. I'm walking out of there smooth, boy. Me and the giraffe (laughs) is going to stay on that side. You know what I mean? I'm going to walk out half a mil richer. Honestly, bro, that's enough to pay off my car, buy my dream car, and buy a crib and just be chilling. Just be chilling. Hey, listen. Chris trying to put on the whole family. He he talking like Father Abraham. I want generations. <laughs> after generations. It's an hour. It's, it's an hour. I just gotta live an hour, bro. Chris, you have to live an hour <laughs> with five very dangerous, with six very dangerous animals. An hour is a long time. It's a long. Time. Imagine the entire time we recorded this podcast, you trying to avoid a chimpanzee. And not just a chimpanzee, because if you run it from the chimpanzee and run into the grizzly bear. Congratulations! Like, that's a, <laughs> right? You know, like that's that's that could happen. Chimps rip people face off and eat it, bro. That's like, dead, true. grab you by the face and peel it off, like <laughs> like an orange. That's very true. I, I just again, I'm very excited with my choice because I, I feel like here's the thing, bro. Other than the parrot, the parrot was literally all right. So, so let me tell you all the animals that was on this little uh, that was on this little thing here. It was a panda, tiger, grizzly bear, wolf, lion, elephant, zebra, chimp, gorilla, giraffe, black mamba parrot, and panda, tiger. So yeah, those were the animals on there, bro. I'm, I'm, I feel like again, the parrot was the only one that like, if I got a parrot, like, oh my god, like, that's 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 the only thing that could be better, cause like, what is a parrot gonna do to me, like? Hey, bro, you stay in your lane. I'll yeah. I could kill you. Like, the only <laughs> animal, that, that parrot is the only animal I'm a thousand percent sure. Like, hey, bro, if I got to put you in a pack, I can. I, like, I have no doubts. I have no doubts. Yeah, none of these other animals, I couldn't put them in a pack. None of them. But a parrot? Oh, yeah. Well, a snake, too. If I get the right snake. And Depend I on the snake. Depend on the and snake. It, and I know it's coming at me. Like, it's in a mall to where I can see it. Oh, yeah. 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 You're getting put in a pack. You're getting put in a pack. But anyway. Fellas, we got to get into this show. We got to talk some sports, man. We uh, enough of talking these animals and y'all getting done dirty um, by by these animals that y'all have chosen trying to make a billion dollars out here. Um, so, y'all ready to get into this show? Ready, Chris? You ready? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master of the mix, master Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man to plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And you got the little old MC, that's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, folks, we are looking at the NFL playoffs finally underway, and, and we have to start with the third biggest meltdown in playoff history. The Chargers went into the locker room up 27 to zero. Wait. The, the Jaguars didn't score before half, didn't they? Nope. Nope. Okay. They went into the locker room of 27-zip, and they lost the game 31-30. to 30. Who do you put the blame on most for this loss? That's coaching, coaching, coaching. <clears throat> Regardless of, uh, you know, the, the, the players not performing, making mistakes late game, as a coach, it is your responsibility to round up the soldiers and to make those coaching adjustments too. Even if the game end up being close, it's, it's at some point where it's your responsibility to stop the bleeding. And it seems as if, um, I don't know if it was a matter of overconfidence maybe, 
but it seemed as if the, the Chargers made no adjustments and the Jaguars just kept creeping up, cutting the lead, cutting the lead, and the Chargers was playing the same game, even though the Jaguars clearly adjusted at halftime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris, who you putting this game on, man? Coach staff. The coach staff. You mean to tell me you had no tricks up your sleeve if you had a big lead, if it was a close game, or if you were losing badly, or if you were losing in a close game. So I put a lot of this coaching staff, you know, I don't know how I go on football, kids, but you're a football expert on the show. I would assume when you watch film, you watch for a lot of signs of the defense and offense, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you're up 27 zip, the morale, you got to really punish that team, right? You can't let your foot off the gas because the morale is already on the decline when you're down 27 zip, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So basically, I blame the coaches for that because how were you not prepared for this? How did you not have your mind wrapped around how are we going to shoot the clock, you know? How are we going to better prepare for a second half storm if it happens, you know? So it's terrible Absolutely. planning, and I think if I'm the owner of that team or the GM of that team, nobody on that team other than the offensive coordinator can stay. The only reason why the offensive coordinator can stay is because he did his job by putting up 27 points. Let me let y'all in on a fun fact about this game. The Chargers defense got five turnovers. Five turnovers, okay? Five. In all of the games in NFL history where a team generated five or more turnovers, okay, this was one of the first losses ever. Ever. What do I attribute this to? You're damn right it's the coaches. But I'm going to point out one in particular. Joe Lombardi, come on down to the carpet. My brother in Christ, what were you doing? I I, I need an explanation here. I need an explanation because I know – Listen, I don't want to be that guy, but I got to say it. The Chargers have already fired Joe Lombardi. And, of course, he's the son of Vince Lombardi. Or, I'm sorry, the grandson of Vince Lombardi, one of the greatest coaches to ever live, one of the great names from the era of soft helmets and whatnot. I don't understand how your grandfather was the master of we got a seal here, and the seal here, and you run the ball in the alley, and you only attempted eight runs with a 20-point lead. Yeah. I I genuinely am, am confused by this. I very genuinely am like, is it is it meth? Is it crack? Is it what's going on? <laughs> Frank the Saints product will be called it. There's no fall coming back. I'm sorry. You're right. We do. We tried not to say that on this show. But in moments like this, in moments like this, and then and then Staley to not go for the touchdown. I want to say when they were up, it was 20. I want to say they were up 24 zip and they got down to they got real, real close to the goal line. They were at the five yard line. They're at the five yard line and took a field goal to me. If you go for a touchdown there, that is a depleted, down on a look, down on a morale team. When you take a field goal in that moment, you're saying like, "All right, we're being gentle. We don't really want to kill you. We just kind of want to, eh, you know, we're we're all right here." The Chargers did not score again until I want to say it was only about um, six minutes left in the third quarter, and then they didn't score again for the rest of the game. You always go for the maximum amount of points. You at the five-yard line, y'all main thing is y'all short passing game, and that's why y'all don't run the ball. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to use there. So the Chargers, that that is just very much so on Staley. And I'm going to say this. He said that he felt like his job was never in jeopardy or danger. We could tell by how he was coaching. We could tell. Because, <laughs> you know, when you're, on that, when you're on that performance improvement plan at work and you start showing up early and doing all this stuff, yep. even while you're looking for a new job, because, you know, they finna fire you anyway. But you're on your P's and Q's. Like, if there's a chance that I get off this pit, I want to make it. Brother, my brother in Christ, you was not coaching like he was on the pit. You was coaching like you just got an eight-year extension. And that, that right there, that's why Sean Payton deserves your job. So now, with that collapse being done, what do you think are the Jags' chances in their upcoming game 
against the Chiefs? Um, I don't I don't think they have much of a chance. The Jaguars are going to be at uh, all time high when it comes to confidence. But I think in, in football, uh, more of the times than not, talent usually wins the games. And I don't think the Chargers had this overwhelming amount of talent to not lose to the Jaguars. It's very rare that we see. Um, like the Chargers loss was more about coaching than anything, but it's very rare when we see matchups of a team that have high momentum or a high uh, morale go into a game against a powerhouse like the Chiefs and actually pick up a W. That's something that generally happens in sports that have multiple game series. But those single games in football, the best team generally wins nine times out of ten. Gotcha. Gotcha. Chris, what you got, man? Do they got a shot? You the betting man. Tell us. Do they So, so do they have a chance? Said that. Glad you said that, you know. I don't even bet like that no more, but, 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 what I will advise betters to do, the over-under is still at 52 and a half. I would take the over. I think this is going to be a shootout. I think Trevor Lawrence is trying to make a case for being a top five quarterback in the league, and I think he has a good case, considering a drop-off on a lot of quarterbacks, a.k.a. Russell Wilson. Not going to bring him up, though. He's not going to slander him right now. But a lot of, a lot of quarterbacks are taking a step back, and I think he has a shot if he does play tough in this game. I don't think Kansas City loses this game. However, I really do think that the Jaguars have a shot if they can get Patrick Mahomes out of the pocket early. They can rattle him, get him out the pocket early, and get to him with those rushes they have and those linebackers they have. I think they got a shot to rattle them a little bit. But I think Kansas City win this in the close game. They favored it by eight and a half points. I would take that spread any day of the week. I think the Chiefs win by more like four just because I think somebody going to miss a field goal and then something going to happen to fluke, something like that. But. Hey, listen, I'm not a better. I'm not a better. And I, I haven't been hot in my picks lately, and, and I haven't. And I own that. I accept that a little bit because I picked the, uh, the Bills and Dolphins to be my blowout last week. However, with that being said, hammer this. Take the Chiefs. Take the points. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Here's, here's the biggest thing. Young teams don't need rest. A team that's like very, very young, all of their pieces, brand new, guys that are, you know, very uh, a rebuild. Like, let's say had the Lions made the playoffs as the number one seed, right? They Them being rested would have made them rusty because they're too young. They didn't need it. This Chiefs team, they're right in that sweet spot to where they're not a bunch of old farts that like, I mean, hey, if this game is close toward the end, they're they not going to be able to withstand just stamina-wise what's going on out there. But this also it is not a team that's super young to where like rest hurts them. They're in that sweet spot right now to where like they better win some championships right now, right now. With that being said, they are going to um, – do some very bad things to this Jags team. And I'm going to tell you, here's the Jags' only hope. Their only hope of covering this spread is, and I know that this guy is going to be talked about a lot in another playoff game, but in this playoff game, Josh Allen is going to be the key. The Chiefs tackles have allowed the either the highest or the second highest pressure rate. The only team that was near them was the Tennessee Titans. So, with that being said, Josh Allen being the prolific off-the-edge pass rusher that he is, who can do a little bit of everything, if he has a field day with Orlando Brown and company on that edge, well, the Jazz could keep this thing close. But if they double him, if they find ways to isolate him and get him up out the game, uh, my brothers in Christ, it's going to be a long night for the Jaguars. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. We ain't going to see a kitty get whooped on like that since Tiger King. Okay? That's just what's going to happen. And, and, and I'm telling you right now, ain't nobody going to be joining Joe Exotic in jail because this is this is football. <laughs> this, that's what's going to happen in this game. That's, that's the reality that we're looking at here. Moving on to our next game, which I alluded to earlier, the Bills barely escaped beating Skylar Thompson-led Dolphins. 34 to 31. Fellas, how is this game so close? And are you concerned about the Bills at all? Um, 
I am concerned about the Bills because going going into next week, they have to play Cincinnati. And Cincinnati, I'm not too confident about uh, either. Um, <clears throat> but one thing that Cincinnati did do well is they had a solid uh, run defense and they played they played the pass pretty well. I don't have the highest faith in Cincinnati's secondary, but I feel like they played the pass pretty well that game. And after this this wild card week, Buffalo was proven to be super one-dimensional on the offensive side of the ball. And I think if, if Cincinnati brings back somewhat of a repeat performance, I, I would have a hard time uh, trusting, trusting Buffalo to get this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, Chris, what you thinking, man? What you thinking? Are you – why so, was this game I'm, so close, and are you worried about Buffalo? I'm going to remind the audience, Gibbs told everybody this, that Miami – I mean, yeah, that Miami was going to be a blowout game. That, that they ain't stand a chance, right? But let me remind y'all. Let me remind y'all, you know, the Bills are emotional right now. It, they might It might be winding down. It might be winding down. But they have a guy, Josh Allen that he is an all-world talent. But one mm. thing he going to do, he going to throw you a pick here and there. And you make a couple more, I don't think you recover in this game. I got Buffalo, I mean Bengals. I got the Bengals, and I got them in a close game. I think they win by two or three points. Uh, I would definitely take the, the spread for plus five and a half. But I take the under two. I don't think this is going to be a high-score game like people think. I think both quarterbacks going to make plays when they need to make plays. But I don't think that it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot of three and outs and a lot of punts because they overanalyze and they do too many crazy uh, scenarios or plays. And the Bengals should, like everybody in the world, then watch the Bengals enough to know that Stefan Diggs play on the left side when he burned the receiver, not necessarily burned him, but they blow the coverage and he burns through and Josh Allen throw the deep ball. They're going to be ready for that. The Bengals is not going to make that mistake like the Dolphins did several times that game. So, I think this is actually going to go in the Bengals' favor. I feel you. I feel you. I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried about the Bills only, but so much. This is a tough matchup for them. I think Cincinnati is a tough matchup for them, and I think Cincinnati played very poorly. Credit to the Ravens for for keeping that game close, but I think Cincinnati played very poorly. Mm-hmm. With that being said. Why was this game so close? The Bills were overconfident. The Bills were way too confident. The Bills just knew that they were going to come in and destroy this team playing with a third-string quarterback, and they forgot they have two of the fastest men, not just receivers, two of the fastest men in the league in Tyreek I Hill. brought that up last week. Remember, I and said Jay you don't need a good quarterback when you have them two type of receivers like you that. Were, you don't and, and listen, in my mind, I'm thinking, you got your Davis White, you got Poyer, you got Hyde. They're going to respect these guys, and they're going to play good ball. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. They said, hey, <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know what y'all talking about with all this respect nonsense, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. All right? We can we could play off as much as we want. We could do whatever we want here, and we'll be A-OK. The reality is if, if the Dolphins had had a better quarterback, I have no doubt in my mind that this game, at the end of the day, Here's here's why I'm not very concerned about the Bills at a high level. And let me just say this. I'm not concerned because they got up 17-zip and then kind of took their foot off the gas and the Dolphins came back and made it a game. Now, I'm not concerned about that because I don't foresee them taking their foot off the gas against the Bills. I mean, I'm sorry, against the uh, Bengals. I don't see that happen because you know you're not scared of Skyler Thompson. You're scared of Joe Burrow. Yeah, there's a, a there's a little bit of or not even scared. You respect Joe Burrow. You right. don't respect Skyler Thompson. You just don't. Nobody knew who Skyler Thompson was before this week. Let's let's be very honest and frank with that. I give either one of y'all fifty dollars right now if you tell me what Skyler Thompson, what conference Skyler Thompson played in in college. The whack. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chris, what you got? I would say they got to be a Southern team. Uh, maybe the pack. Maybe the pack. Both of you are wrong. Big 12, he played at Kansas State. 
I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, was but do you? But do y'all get my point? Yeah, yeah. The the quarterbacks that I think of when I think of Kansas State is the quarterback that's now their uh, offensive coordinator, the one that went went to the Heisman that year, Klein and uh, Martinez. That's it. I'm not thinking about Skyler Thompson. Come on, what are we doing here? But again, the, I think the Bills are going to respect um, Joe Burrow and company a lot more. I don't think they're going to let their foot off the gas no matter how much they get up. And uh, I think they take care of business here. I honestly and truly also, think they do. Fun fact, that was only the second time a playoff game had a team favorite double touchdowns. And, yet, and they go in and let us down. <laughs> they go in and let everybody down. So the next game we got up, the 49ers beat the Seahawks 41-23. I don't really feel like there's too much to talk about there. I mean, we all we all kind of saw this coming. Like, yeah. I don't think that anybody saw that as a super close game um, this week. So not too much to talk about there. However, the 49ers' next matchup brings back a classic game to when we were kids was the last time both of these teams were relevant at the same time. One of the greatest rivalries of the 90s. And of the late, no, not of the late 80s because the Cowboys were trash. Uh, but of the 90s, we have the Cowboys and the 49ers. Dynasties renewed. Fellas, who you got in this game? I got San Francisco. Mm. Um, I think Brock Purdy has proven that he can be the quarterback of the future for the 49ers. I'm sticking with that. That's my f- fact of the week. He's been hot, and I think it's no. I mean, it, it would be very Cowboys of the Cowboy for Brock Purdy to be hot, but I think I think the Cowboys have to stop bleeding from both ends if they want to win this game. And I don't have enough faith. In, <laughs> I don't have enough faith in their defense to stop both. Either McCaffrey is going to get off, or Brock Purdy is going to have a big game. But I don't see them stopping both. Ziff, you're unwell. You're unwell. You believe that Brock Purdy is a quarterback of the future, based off what? Four games, four or five games. I feel like they could be, if you put enough pieces around them, which you know, with the amount of money they paying them for the next what two years, I think the 49ers well, will be all right. Wilson. But this is this is the problem. This is the this is my problem with this. You're saying if they put the right pieces around him, I guarantee you he will never have a better supporting cast than what he has right now. He will never. He will never. If, if they if they can maintain that for the next few years, you can. Well, you well can. Yeah, yeah, McCaffrey's going to be. This is McCaffrey's last good year. Not just McCaffrey. Trent Williams is not just one of the best left tackles in the game right now. He's probably top five to ten left tackles of all time. Yeah. Of all. That man had brain cancer and came back and made all pro teams. <laughs> like, we, we're not going to see that again. That's not just true. something that you just run across on a slow Tuesday. Um, I... I I understand, but I, I strongly okay. disagree. I think the 49ers, I think Brock Purdy is good enough to be the 49ers quarterback for the rest of this playoff run and oh, next yeah, year yeah. I'll, at I'll least. I, and you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that for sure. I'll give you that for sure. Chris, what you got going on, man? Talk to us. You know, this game is really tough to go against this game, man. It's really tough to pick this game. It's the closest game uh, odds-wise other than – yeah, it's the closest game odds-wise we got. <laughs> they got the Cowboys plus three, and they got the 49ers a favorite. So the world is in line with Guyton's pick. You know, I'm going to go 49ers, but I wouldn't take the spread. I will take the money line for this reason. I think this will be an overtime game, and it will be decided by a field goal. Um, here's the reasons why, right? I don't know where you got a quarterback of the future. He played four games. You know, people said Zach Wilson was going to be that deal. He got drafted the top five pick. So I, I never agree with, I never agree with that. I, I, oh, I, if you agreed to that, we would vote you off the show. <laughs> no reason to have that type of nonsense here. Do no, but, but anyway, anyway, it comes a time where you remember the, the West Super Bowl was that. Shanti, the Broncos Panthers 2016, 2015 Super Bowl. That was what, 48? Was that Super Bowl 48? E, I want to say yes. Super it was 2016, Bowl. right? Super Bowl 48 was the Broncos and the uh, Seahawks, yeah. Okay. They played in back-to-back Broncos. Super Bowls, didn't they? 
Or am I tripping? No, no the year the before Broncos was Broncos Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Broncos, okay. Broncos Panthers. All right, got you. Got Broncos you, got Panthers, you. the one I'm talking about. You know, Peyton Manning was on his last leg in that Super Bowl, right? Last mm-hmm. leg. I think the 49ers have a similar structure where you just need a quarterback decent enough to not lose you the game. They got enough pieces on that defense or that makes up for a lot of mistakes on that offense because technically you kind of want your defense on the field more to force more stops and get you in a better field position, you know, or get your offense back on the field quicker. So uh, I know what I just said contradicted, but you'll get the logic behind it. That defense has enough weapons on it where if Purdy makes a couple mistakes, the defense going to go get them back out there on the field. You know what I mean? So yeah. at the set, at the, that being said, you also got a weapon that I don't think the Cowboys, Michael Parsons is one thing, but he only one side of the field. I don't think the Cowboys really got enough weapons to really contain Christian McCaffrey. You know, I, I really don't. I really don't. And they injured they injured team, they missed a lot of their starting corners. Shout out Jordan Lewis. I don't even think he playing in the in the in the game, you know. And he was a, I think the third corner for that yeah, team. Yeah, he was the nickel corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, he had a. I mean, he had, I believe, a Liz Frank injury. I believe he's out for the season. Pretty sure JD. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So that being said, it's not a lot of things that have to go right for the 49ers. You know, I'm reading the room. You know, it's not a lot of things that have to go right. Dak Prescott. I know he was hotter than fish grease against Tampa, but that's Tampa. Let's be real. They were an eight and nine team. To be honest with you, if they were in any other conference, they wouldn't have made the playoffs. You know, let's just be real. And I hate that for Brady, but he didn't play terrible, but he ain't played good. And also, Dak Prescott, he's known in big games, big moments. Them Cowboys, they come out, they come out the woodwork and, and surprise you, surprise you, surprise you. But that two man rushing game, Pollard and Zeke, that is tough too, though. So I mean, I can see both sides. Like I said, I think this game going to overtime might be 20-21 going into overtime, and a field goal kicker can't kick field goals. That's another topic for another day, though. Let me explain something to y'all that I don't think a lot of people understand. The 49ers have gone to a Super Bowl before, beating Aaron Rodgers Packers. Do y'all know how many passes Jimmy Garoppolo threw in that game? Seven. Okay, take a guess, Chris. I'm going to say 12. Four. He threw four passes. He threw four passes, and they beat the Packers. Like, I, I'm, I'm not kidding at all here. This is a very real thing that has happened. And at the end of the day, I think that we all need to, like, take a second and look at this um, 49ers team and understand. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He threw eight passes. I was incorrect. It wasn't four. It was eight passes. But the reality is this. If you can go ahead and win a game with a quarterback throwing eight passes, and honestly, I would probably say that Packers team is better than this Cowboys team. If you can do that, and all of the players from that team have not like aged down and regressed, like these players are all either hitting their peak or at their peak now, I'm talking about Bosa. I'm talking about Warner. I'm talking about Greenlaw. I'm talking about adding more to one of the best offensive lines in the league. You add more talent. (laughs) Right. One of the best backfields in the league. You add Christian McCaffrey. Debo Samuels breaks out as an all-pro utility knife type of guy. Kittle is Kittle. Man, with all due respect, the Cowboys have one chance and one chance only. And I know I talked about an edge rusher in the last game, so I won't talk about the edge rusher in this one, but Michael Parsons will be important. However, Trayvon Diggs needs to come up with some huge plays. What happened to him, bro? I mean, he was an interception guy. He was a big, he like, he was jumping everything, going for everything in terms of interceptions, but he was also getting cooked on like the 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 route that Drake did and laugh now, cry later. That might have cooked <laughs> last year. So, I mean, it, it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that he had less picks this year because he was more technically sound. But again, I just, I don't see, I don't see a path for the Cowboys to win without that defense absolutely decimating Purdy. And their run game. I don't know if they can do both. I think that they've taken some steps forward. I think that they have really good guys in terms of what they got up front and all that. I don't know if they they have enough to stop the 49ers outright. I, I'm I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure. And the 49ers going to be at home. Uh, uh, I might have to take the 49ers. I got to do it. I got to do it. I can't wow, see another way to play. All three of us pick the same pick. Yeah, it's that's how it goes sometimes. That's how yeah. it goes. Now, we talked about the Bengals game, upcoming game already, but let's talk about their previous game for a second. They beat the Ravens 24-17 off one of the ugliest quarterback sneaks of all time. And with that being said, if the Ravens have Lamar, do you believe they win this game? If the Bengals come out and play that same kind of game, we, I think all three of us can agree that the Bengals very much underperformed in that game. I think mm-hmm. if the Ravens have Lamar, it's not close. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, um, I, I forget the, the Lamar's replacement's name. Um, Huntley. Yeah, Huntley. Huntley played 10 times a better game than I expected him to play going into that. So I think if Lamar is playing, we see the Ravens win by at least two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a saying. It's a saying my coach used to say when I played baseball. Big time players make big time plays. You know, bottom of the seven, the catcher gonna throw somebody out at second when y'all need that out to close the game, or the pitcher gonna throw that right nice outside fastball, make the batter fall asleep. You know, big time players make big time plays, right? Yeah. And I know that's how crazy he's playing baseball, a slow game, biggest man game. But when I say that, right? Lamar is a big time player, and there's a lot of time down the stretch that Huntley couldn't make that big time play. And we have Lamar in that game. I think they, I don't even think, I don't even think that the Bengals put up 20 points because Lamar, the way he could control the pace because they have to contain him in the pocket, the way he would have got conversions on third downs, it just would have been night and day, night and day, night and day. And they should be ashamed of themselves because I honestly and truly believe Lamar's gone. And I honestly truly believe he could have played if he wanted to play. Honestly. But because they want to hold out, I will get the what they say. What they say on that on that video game is what they say that get somebody else to do it. You know, I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. I don't, I don't know if they win this game or not with Lamar. I believe so. But one thing that I think needs to be like talked about and examined at a high level is like the way in which you can tangibly see. Lamar's impact on this offense literally the second he got hurt. Like, I have never seen anything like this in terms of one player going down and the entire offense absolutely crumbling in the way that we did, in the way that we saw when when he got hurt against the Broncos. Like, I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it at all. He gets hurt against the Broncos. Let Let me break it down to you like this, okay? Here are the scores of the games leading up to the Broncos game, and then we'll read them off after the Broncos game, all right? So here's what we're looking at. The Ravens put up 20 points, 23 points, 27 points, 27 points, 13 points, 27 points, and then here's what they do without it. They put up 10 points. They put up 16 points. They put up 13 points. They put up 17 points, 16 points, 16 points, and 17 points. My point here is that what they put up as their high without Lamar, which was 17 points, is near what was the lowest of his last games coming in. And that's completely ignoring how hot he was in the beginning of the season. Right. When they put up 24, 38, 37, 20, 2019, 20. They started 4-0, 5-0, oh, something like that, right? No, no, no. They lost that first game to the Dolphins. But oh, they yeah, put up, yeah, yeah. But they put up 38 points. I'm sorry. They lost their second game to the Dolphins. The second game of the season, that was to the Dolphins, but they put up 38 points. So not really much else that you could ask of a quarterback. Not really much else, like honestly and truly. Now, with that being said, I just don't think it's it's fair or right to blame uh, Lamar and say that, you know, he he him not playing is, is all this team needed. However... This team does need some major changes. This team does need some major changes. So if you're the Ravens, how do you play this situation? Or do you repair the relationship with Lamar? Do you trade him off? What do you do? Um, Franchise tag him. What's the deal? I repair the relationship with Lamar. I pay him as much as possible. I take whatever money I have left over, and I put all of that money into getting this man an offensive line, getting this man, uh, getting him offensive weapons. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Like if if I'm trying to find the best way to explain it, but unless you are unless you are a football fan that's watching week after week and you know almost everything, I find it hard for for a casual football fan to name anybody on that Ravens offense. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I can't think of a superstar quarterback who's had a worse supporting cast top to bottom in you know, my 20 plus years of watching the sport. Mark Andrews. That's cool. I mean, he's he's one guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's one guy. He's Johnson. one guy. <laughs> I mean, no, no, listen, I'll say this. I'll say this. His first couple of years, they did have uh, just a hell of a offensive line. Yeah. That was very good. But Ronnie Stanley's been hurt late. They've but these past, these past two years have been. Yeah. Um, but in basketball terms, this is like 07 LeBron levels of supporting cast. You know, and, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Here's the worst part for me looking at this. The Ravens have tried. They've just failed. They drafted Hollywood Brown. They drafted Bateman, who were both good, but Bateman's always hurt. Hollywood Brown had a bad case of drops. And by the way, remember when everybody said that Hollywood Brown would be so much better without uh, Lamar? Remember when everybody said, ooh, when he leaves Lamar, he's going to go take off. He's going he's gonna to do something crazy. Ooh. Yeah, I, I think people yeah. say think of Lamar as a bad quarterback is like the – the weirdest case of anything I've ever seen. That man had his lowest output since his rookie season. He had, I I kid you not, he had more receptions. I'm sorry. The only thing he had that was not the lowest in the last three years was receptions. He had less yards. The lowest, he had 709 this year. The lowest was two years ago, 769. His longs were shorter. His long from his sophomore season was 70. From last season, 49. Touchdowns. He had eight his second season, six last season, three this year. I just don't understand. Only one, nine catches of 20-plus yards, both seasons before, 15 and 13. One catch of 40-plus, three last year, 40 year before. Again, I, I understand that Colt McCoy is not a serious NFL quarterback. I understand that this Cardinals team was going through a lot. Sure. But everybody said, well, he's not going to be the number one option. Team's going to be focusing on D-Hop. He's going to go off. He's going to do all the things. He had a full offseason with the with the uh, Cardinals, and yet he put up worse numbers. Baby, Lamar is the secret sauce. He's the secret <laughs> sauce. He was the secret to Hollywood's success. That's just the reality there. Hollywood was banged up this year, sure. What year wasn't he banged up? He's a very small guy. What do you – again – I just think it's very funny um, that, you know, again, everybody says Lamar can't throw, and yet guys had their best season with him. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. If I'm the Ravens, I just give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. I'm not arguing it. I'm not trading him away. I'm not doing that craziness. Because at the end of the day, I believe that there are – I believe that there are in any given year – Four to five quarterbacks that if you have them on your team, you have a shot to win it all. You have a shot. I think there are four to five in any year. And with that being said, even with that four to five, they're like, if you have them, you have a shot. That still is dependent on other things going right. That still is dependent on on some other things there. So with Lamar, with that defense, the way that they're looking, with as good as Kyle Hamilton is looking and he's on a rookie deal, you just paid Roquan Smith the highest off-ball linebacker contract ever. Give him what he wants because you do not want this to get ugly. You do not want that to be a situation where you end up losing a generational talent because in your mind you can replace him. When Remember, everybody said Tyler Huntley is basically the same as Lamar. Yeah. He learned very quickly he was not. They got one thing in common. but He was not. That's, that's just what we saw out of this young man. We no disrespect to Snoop. That's what they call him. No disrespect to Snoop. He is not Lamar. And that's the reality there. That's the reality. So, Chris, what you doing, man? What you doing for Lamar? Are you trading him? Are you paying him? Are you franchise tagging him? What you gonna do? I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. If I trade him, right, what do I have to rebuild around? Right. Well, I don't think they would go. I don't think that in their minds they think they would go into a rebuild if they trade. 
That's what I'm saying. So they already in the wrong page right now because if without Lamar, what is that team? We just saw they're a team that can play and sustain a game, but they can't finish a game late down the stretch. So ultimately, you're going to lose a lot of games, right? So what was their record when Lamar went down? Gibbs. What was their record with Lamar when, when Lamar went down? What was their record after that? Uh, oh, their record after Lamar went down. After Lamar went down against the Broncos, they were two and four. Yeah, two and four. Proven. They could stay in the game. They could beat teams that are subpar or or below average, but that's not going to get you far. So to me, be the middle of a pack team, are you okay with that? I mean, you got the Bengals and the Ravens and the Browns in your division. The Browns, Deshaun Watson started looking like he was Deshaun Watson at the end of the year. So, you know, you got to worry about the Browns next year. You also got to worry about until the skinny picket start clicking. You also got to worry about the Bengals. Joe Burr's still young. For the next five, six years, you got to worry about the Bengals. So, mm-hmm. do you want to go to a rebuild? You know, I think this is the perfect time for us to rebuild. So, that being said, I'm trading Lamar for the house. You're giving me two picks in the first round. You're also giving me um, a lot of draft capital, and you're giving me some young receivers or corners. To help me down the stretch. Where you trading them to? Honestly. Honestly, this might sound wild. But. I'm going to go ahead and say it. A team that would actually if it from Lamar. And you trade and get some picks. AJ Lawaddle. Two first round picks. You keep Tyree, you can have Lamar. Uh, do the Dolphins have first round picks? Did they? I thought they gave away a first round pick for Tyree. Let's see what Tyree Kill was traded for. If they got first round pick, I think that would be enough. You give me a first round in Waddle, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you Lamar. Yeah, you guarantee the, him that money. Miami gave away a first rounder, a second rounder, and two fourths and a six. So okay, yeah. so they don't got nothing. Okay, never mind. Yeah, they so don't got the first said, round pick to give away. Right. That being said, then I would probably do something like a. Uh, uh, man, that's tough, one, man. It put me on the spot with that one. That's a tough. One. <laughs> I mean, it's because and this is the interesting thing. This is why, to me, I don't see how you trade him because the amount that he would demand. Like that's why I said Waddle and right. him. And a first hit Waddle and him and a first and probably a fourth. I think that is like a good haul back for Lamar. You know, I think that's a good haul back. If you look at what some of the other players who were traded, look at what Russell Wilson was traded for, right? That's different. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Even before we knew, or even before we saw what we saw the Russ this year, who would you say was more valuable to their team? Like, hey, without him, their team does not go. In terms of like just pure, you take this player off this team, they're going to be worse. Russell to the Seahawks, Lamar to the Ravens. And I know that we are kind of tainted because we saw the Seahawks made it. But but I want you to try your best to go back a year in your mind. Which team do you think, oh, if they lose that guy, they're going to be worse? I would say the Ravens and it's not close. Yeah, I would would agree. I would agree. I would say that even with the Legion of Boom retiring and all that good stuff, I'm still looking at the Seahawks and saying, you know what? They have something there. They have something. Remember, a year ago, they just lost Hollywood Brown and they were just dangling in the wind with um, Procise and DuVernay being their two and three receivers. Yeah. Mm. Is that is that really? Mm. I mean... You know, that is that what you want? As a like, <laughs> Not at all. That's but that's the reality though. That's the reality of what you're looking at in terms of um, what you have with Lamar. So to me, the trade haul that you would need to give for him back would need to be a Russell Wilson type beat, and that is crazy. You would need to give me a Deshaun Watson Russell Wilson type package that includes multiple firsts, and now you got to ask yourself which team has multiple firsts to give. True. Mm. How many teams got that right now? I don't even think that the Lions. That's the only they, thing that I could. Th- that's the only team I could think of. Because the, the Lions well, use. They traded them. 
Wait, wait. They used two picks last year. They got year. the Rams pick, but they don't have their own pick. They got the oh, they don't have their own first no more. Ooh, I thought they did. Oh no, is, is it the Vikings pick that they have? Yeah, it's the Vikings pick they have. They don't have their own pick. Oh well, I mean that's yeah. not that far away from their pick. That's the same pick. You know what I mean, yeah. Shout out to the Vikings. You know what I mean? Shout out to the Vikings. <laughs> get put out. Real. Um, yeah. So. I think that the the Ravens have a very simple, very simple uh, equation on their hands. You pay Lamar, get him what he wants, and shut up about it. Chris, your Giants did it. I'm gonna give you your time to gloat. Chris was right. The Giants <laughs> put the Vikings out of the playoffs. Since we just talked about them, Danny fresh Vick, on my man. mind. Danny Vick, man. That's all I'm gonna Danny say. Danny Vick. Danny Vick. Danny Vick. That's blasphemous. When I told y'all. When Black I told y'all these Giants was going to be random and it's going to be a great team this year, everybody looked at me and asked me, did I know Franklin Saint and did I buy from him? Everybody. I went oh, you to was for show copy. You was for show copy. Maybe I just was born in 2050 and I just came back. How about that? Okay, <laughs> okay, okay Kang the Conqueror. I got you. <laughs> All right. But let me talk my stuff about these guys. Right? You look at the way the Giants play they played a complete game start to finish. Who would disagree with that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It wasn't one point in that game where they lost control, where they also decided that we're going to take our foot off the gas. Saquon was still aggressive. Everything clicked for them on a high level. Everything. And, and, and to be honest with you, the scoreboard make it look close. But it wasn't. It, really it wasn't. Close. It, yeah, it, it wasn't was, really it close. Was, it wasn't. It, it wasn't was. really close. It wasn't really close. Like the, the Vikings, they, they they put their foot down, and the, then the the big bro came and smacked them upside the head. Like, don't put your foot down like that. Like it wasn't close. Like when I said the the Giants was getting everything they want, and Danny getting out that pocket and getting third, converting on third downs on third and eights, third and sevens. Come on now, come on. Man. He is who people think Derek Carr is. I keep saying it. Derek Carr got all the numbers in the world, but he don't win football games, man. He don't man, win football games. Stop being blasphemous. Stop being blasphemous. So you stop, saying stop. Derek Carr's a good quarterback? Derek Carr's better than Danny Dimes. I, I know that much. I know that much. Danny Vick is his name now, bro. Danny Vick. <laughs> Danny Vick. What, what, is that, what did that song say in the 90s? I'm not aware of too many things, but I know what I know if you know what I mean. And I know for a fact. <laughs> I know for a fact that Daniel Jones is not him. He's not him, bro. It just so ha- I'm gonna just say this: Kirk Cousins in prime time, that boy, he shrinks, he shrivels like a sponge out of water. He all of a sudden becomes exponentially smaller than what you thought he was gonna be. I'm sorry. That's what. Kirk Cousins has shown us consistently. If that man ain't playing at noon, he is going to act a fool and embarrass you. That's what he's going to do every time. Every time. It's not a new thing for him. So why we're playing like, oh, the Giants did a number on him. He did a number on himself. Fourth and eight. Fourth and eight. For the game, this man threw the ball six yards short of the first down sticks to a tight end. Like, what are we doing? Come on, man. Come on, dog. This, I'll give you this, Chris. You were right. You were right. I'll give you your props. I'm not the type of guy that cannot admit when I'm wrong. You were right. For sure. Hey, quick question. Who is their leading receiver this weekend? Uh, 86? I can't think of his name. What's his name? Anybody know uh, his I name? Can't. I mean, I mean, no. They, their receiver court is me. It's a pack of me. But, but here's but. here's my point in saying that, Chris. Here's my only point in saying that. this team and and what we have seen out of them. Right, their leading receiver was Isaiah Hodgins, who was claimed off of the Bills practice squad earlier this year. I say that to say this: none of this makes sense. None of it. <laughs> I told you that though when I said that. I said. Every four five years, the Giants randomly string a season together. So, and so let me, look at the history. Look so let history. me ask you this. So let me ask you this because Tubbs is is on the Giants tub. Tra- he he on the Giants train heavy. He on the he's sipping the Giant Kool Aid. He's sipping the Big Blue Kool Aid. He has the Giants beating the Eagles. Will you ride with him on that? Will you ride with Dante Tubbs on that? You from the future? Come on, tell us. I'm, 
I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been in this big uh, league with my old heads, my dad friends. I picked the Giants on my slip to submit it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I picked the Giants. No way. <laughs> no way. Anybody got that meme? Anybody got that meme of the Chihuahua screaming with his arms up? That's what I need to do right now. Y'all are on what? Listen, I he he wanted a hot take so we could get a tick for the for the for the TikTok. Let me and it, it just something. happened to work out. Let me explain something to I'm you. Honest. This hot take, this hot take here was sponsored by a heated s- a spoon in the syringe. There's no <laughs> way. There is no way. These eagles, these eagles. Let me just let you in on a, a fun secret. Do you know that one of the players on the Eagles roster has the nickname the Giant Killer? Boston Scott yes. is referred to as the giant killer because he scored like 14 touchdowns on his career. A majority of them have come against the Giants. Jalen Hurts, MVP candidate. Defense like we haven't seen in some time. And you've got them losing to the Giants? Listen, I'm sorry to tell you. It's going to be close. Giants I, I, I think it'll be close. I think they'll cover. I think they'll cover. I will, I do think that. I, I, how much? How what? What favorite are the Eagles right now? Oh, uh, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Uh, Eagles are minus seven and a half. I think they'll cover that. I think they'll cover that. I think it'll be exactly a seven point game. I think they'll cover. I don't see a world where Isaiah Hodgins led receiving cores beat a number one seed on the road in the city where they booed Santa. <laughs> not happening. Not happening. What I'm gonna say is, what I'm gonna say is, everybody told me I was on drugs that work when I said the Giants gonna go into Minnesota and beat Minnesota. That's all I'm gonna say. All I'm gonna say. But here's the thing: on this pod, did we not also agree with you? Did we not agree? We, we all that took the, the Giants. Giants had a good chance against the Vikings. We are not delusional Giants haters. We are not because in, you're in Massachusetts right now. The people of Massachusetts, if you said the Giants versus the Pee Wee football team, just because of what they did to Brady, they're going to say the Pee Wee football team is going to cover. That's what they're going to say. But you know what's <laughs> weird about Massachusetts sports fans? This is off topic. Brady can't do nothing wrong to them. Like, they are literally so obsessed with Brady. They are really, they are really slandering his ex-wife all through Boston. Like, badly. Like, badly. I mean, he got them six rings. She richer than him, though. She richer than him. (laughs) Like, at the end of the day, you can slander all you want. You can have all the rings you want. You can have more rings than the Mandarin. And guess what? I she agree. got the bread. But she got the bread. But that's how that's how that's how much Tom Brady means to the people out here. That's a little weird, right? Very much so. I mean, he got them six rings. How you think they talk about Mike in Chicago? Bro, I don't how you think they talk about Kobe in LA? I don't care about that, bro. I I I, you know how much I used to love LeBron. You know how much I used to love LeBron, bro. Hey, honestly, if somebody got Detroit six rings, I might be the same way. <laughs> I might be the same. Hey, I ain't gonna catch That's what I'm saying. K, if you hearing this, Victor Wembenyama, if you hearing this, you get six rings, bro. I, I, the the train will not stop. I promise you, bro. I promise you. You can have them Miles Bridges allegations, and I'm gonna just be like, let's <laughs> let, let's hear all the details first. Let's let this thing play out for real. I'm, I'm talking about the trapping allegations, not the beating up women. We do not rock with that here. But anyway, at the six rings, I mean, I don't know, I'm just saying. Six but rings ain't bad. It's not bad. Not bad at all. I, I, I in, in my entire lifetime, I've seen Detroit win, what, four? The Red Wings got to. The I feel like the Red Wings won more than that in our lifetime. Did they? I want to oh, say won. yes. No, yeah. they got three. They got three because when we were babies, they won one. Okay. When we were babies in the 90s, they won one, I feel like. But yeah, that, so in our they lifetime, won in, uh, they won in ninety seven, ninety eight, oh two, oh eight. Oh, so they got four. Yeah. Oh, so we have seen six. We've seen six. And That's honestly, four. I mean, honestly, honest, think think about how they talk about Steve Eiserman. I know we ain't the biggest hey, hockey fans, hey, but like, Steve, why, hey, trust the Eiser plan, bro. Hey, honestly, I, in all fairness, Stevie though, Y is like Detroit's Tyler Brady. In all fairness, though, Stevie Y deserves it because even coming in as a GM, he drafted the rookie of the year, bro. What are we doing here? <laughs> right. This man is amazing. We love you, Steve. Don't ever leave the city. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, long story short. Long story short, I mean, I'm just saying. All right, so, fellas, we got to get it. We got to get out of here pretty soon. But before we do, we've run down pretty much every playoff game so far. 
But we still got one left to go. In terms of what we see happening next, in terms of, so everybody has Kansas City winning. Everybody, wait, no, Chris has Cincy winning. And me and Josh got Buffalo, right? Yep. Okay. And Chris has the Giants beating Philly. Do I have that right? Just covering or do you got them winning outright, Chris? Talk to me. I got them. I'll take the money line. I ain't going to lie. So you got the Giants winning outright. That plus 325, I will take it. All righty. And we are. All right. and I have San Francisco beating Dallas. And y'all got what now? I got San Francisco. Okay. I got San, we all got San Francisco. All right. We all got San Francisco. So in terms of the the in terms of the Super Bowl predictions, we're still looking good. But I just want to let y'all know, I, if, if somebody's picks go out wrong, if them Giants get slaughtered, you better believe it, Chris. I'm going to be insufferable come next week. But if them Giants lose, I mean, if them Giants win... I might not show up for the pod next week. I might, <laughs> I might have to get low. I might have to go on the witness protection program. Because I, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Anywho, we know y'all tired of us talking animals and malls and, and all this NFL playoff stuff. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah, I know. I know.